Morning, church. It's good to be with you again. Um, yeah, this week we got some some great news from our president that we, as a church or churches in the country, we can we can meet together as as a group of of fifty. And yeah, and we said this is going to be a, a simple process. I thought it was simple going into lockdown, but coming out of lockdown is also not as simple as that. So we, as a leadership, we. Uh, we are discussing it and, and how we're going to head back to um, the, the school. Um, but we, are, we will keep you informed. We're not, we're not in haste and uh, we're just going to take things carefully and uh, just let God lead us um, on the way. Uh, I love the book of Proverbs and where Proverbs says, uh, it's a book of wisdom. It says, wisdom calls, wisdom calls in the street corners, it calls in the marketplace. And it's full of practical, uh, practical counsel. It's helpful for navigating one's life. And yeah, it says there in the Bible that actually wisdom is to be cherished above silver and gold, and it's more precious than uh, than jewels and 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 all of that. So yeah, this morning I just want to encourage us in these uncertain times, um, just with a, a piece out of out of Proverbs. I think it's a piece that. We all know fairly well, and it's Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, and that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. And so what, what this passage is saying to us, that we need to trust in God with all of our heart. We need to not lean on our own understanding. Um, that we should acknowledge him and the promise out of this that he says you'll you'll make our paths our paths straight um, and I think that's quite encouraging that you know there's just a, a fairly practical thing to do we we know it kind of we know it up here but we need to kind of work it out in our lives you know it kind of we need to you know ask ourselves you know am I really trusting God am I leaning on leaning on God and or my own understanding and because uh, um, God wants to make our path straight you know sometimes going through life it's not hard to be disappointed at some level you know if you kind of got a little bit of idealism in you and and you expect things to work out in a good way and you 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 plan your business venture you plan your marriage a happy marriage you plan a fulfilling career or financial strategy and then it's and it's very easy as you're going along just to be torpedoed out of out of the waters and your your plans come crashing crashing down um, but i don't believe that god wants us swerving all out of control and you know kind of got a picture of you know when you're driving a car and and a buck or something runs past unexpectedly and you get a fright and you you, you swerve to one side and most people, the, 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 uh, the danger of the accident is when we overcorrect and we put on the brakes and, and we roll. And I actually had a friend of mine that was paralyzed like it. And so it's not a time to overcorrect. It's a danger for, for personally for, for yourself and, and for others. And, you know, as, as God says there, you know, he's, his plan is to make our path straight. And, you know, when these things come past, God's never caught, caught off guard and uh and we're not to be jerking our, our, where we're going all over all over the place um and 
you know, as a crisis has come, we, we need to look to the future and the future needs to inform the present and it's not the present informing the future. And uh, we always keep our eyes on where we're going and what lies, what lies ahead. Um, so, yeah, this morning you might, um, you might have felt, well, you know, I've lost traction um, and I want to say, well, this, maybe this message is for you. It's not a time to, to overcorrect, but it's to trust hold the steering wheel and to remain steady, believing that God will make our path straight. And so I wonder if we can, you know, I just feel like to, to pray. Um, our Father, I pray, Lord, that you, would, that you would steady my hands, that you would quieten me with your love. And yeah, Lord, that we, you would come this morning, Lord, and you would embrace uh, each one of us, those with weak knees, those that are, do not know which way to go. Um, Lord, that you would put your arms around us and that lord that for each one of us lord that you'd help us to keep our eyes on your promises and, and what lies ahead in jesus name now isaiah 20 26 3 to 4 says you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you and there goes on and says trust in the lord forever for the lord god is an everlasting when our minds are stayed on, on Christ, He keeps us in, in perfect peace. And He's the everlasting rock. He's the one that we, we truly can trust. Now, Viv and I were just um, sitting and reflecting back on 1918. Not that we were alive then, but uh, just with the Spanish epidemic, uh, pandemic, and we're thinking about, you know, what did, what did the church do then? And interesting enough, the church did fairly similar to, similarly to what we did. They, um, they used the, same, the, the, the newspapers and they put the preachers and all their communication through the newspaper. We're just doing it through the internet. And as, as I started thinking about that and reflecting on the time, I just thought, well, you know, the church didn't land up in the Sunday Times. And, and we're not to be a church that lands up in the Sunday Times. It's not, church is not just a Sunday moment. It's not... Um, and yes, maybe we find ourselves today, we, we're in the internet, but you know, we're not going to land up as a virtual church. Um, already we're taking the first steps back and with not a long time, I, I believe that we'll be together, worshiping together. And you know, if we look as well, we look to the future, what God sees, and he says, you know, you, around, his, uh, around the throne, it's every nation, every tongue worshiping before God. And um, that the scriptures inform us that God is preparing a bride without spot and blemish and the bride that makes herself ready. So we need to look to the future and the church is never, will never be a virtual church and um, it's too impersonal, it's too, um, um, it's too remote, it's too clinical. And so we need to just trust and obey that God is building his church and he makes our path straight. And I, I take great comfort in that. You know, I don't... Um, uh, always know everything and you know you look in the bible and there were many people in the bible that uh, in uncertain times uh, they had to trust in god and they saw him come through you just think of someone like david david was anointed to be king he knew he was going to be king and for 15 years he was running away from a mad king and uh 
And I, I can just imagine what is going on in his heart where he had all these promises and he must have got and thought, God, what's, what's going on here? But he trusted God. He could have taken things in his hand. He could have killed Saul at one point, but he, he, he knew that his God is, is faithful and trustworthy. And God eventually brought him to, to the throne. You think of Moses. We know Moses. There was no way out. And uh, uh, you just think of people like Deborah, where she, she the, the, someone with the demands, a woman with just the demands of life, and she had to step in where the men didn't step in. And, and she had to trust her God to, to take out an enemy. And, and God, came, God came through. Uh, what about Job or Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego? Trusting God, you know, no matter what the outcome, and Job, you know, in the midst of devastation, and the list just goes on and on and on. And, and so my encouragement today is that, as the proverb says, that we are to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Um, Proverbs 27 to 9 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand. Isn't that great? Uh, do you want to rise and stand? <laughs> trust in God. Um, and it made me, just as reading that, uh, reading that um, passage there, it reminded me of Viv's dad. And Viv's dad, was a, he was a hugger. And every, every time he went to the farm, He'd come out the front door, you know, the fig trees there, and his arms would always be, reminded me like the father coming to the, the prodigal son. I don't know if we were the prodigals, but, <laughs> but he'd always come out of his arms wide. And the very first, that's the very, the, the record, if I have to remember him, that's the, the picture that I get of, of Bob's dad. But he was kind of the, I kind of describing as a, a rugger hugger. I got the rugger and we've got the hugger. So kind of, you, you get the punch and, <laughs> but uh, you knew that, you know, the, the love of the father was, the father was there. You know, I remember one day, um, uh, both sister Michelle going off overseas, she's going to go study and the whole family were at the airport and Michelle's boyfriend you know, saying goodbye to Michelle and Michelle kind of went off all bravely. And after about 20 to 30 steps, she turned around and ran back. And anyway, there was Bill's dad. She's going to run into, uh, into his arms. And she just ran straight past into John's arms, much to <laughs> Bill's dad's uh, uh, horror. And yeah, it's quite a vivid thing, you know, just it's a question to us, you know, who's, whose arms are you running into? Uh, are you... Uh, yeah, whose arms are you running into? Where, where's our trust? And those who trust in Christ rise and stand upright. Um, yeah. Just maybe one scripture, Psalm 56, 3 out of that. It says there, when, when I'm afraid, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In you. The second thing out of that scripture says we not only to trust with all our heart and lean on our own understanding, but we to lean on Christ and not on our own understanding. And uh, you know, sometimes experiences can be helpful and other times unhelpful. I remember taking Paul 
uh, once at Agalas, we went, we went diving. And I said, Paul, you know, he's a little boy. I said, we're going to go dive out sinkers. And the water was a bit murky and there was a bit of a back current. And Paul came along and he didn't have a good experience. And until today, I don't get him in diving. I've got everything else, but he's, he's not too keen on, <laughs> uh, too keen on, on diving. And, you know, so, and sometimes experiences we go through can kind of play with our, our understanding of things and color our worldview and even color our, our God view. I often think of people, you know, that have gone through things like the Great Depression or the, uh, the Holocaust or World Wars and people that have gone through abuse. They come out and they, they've got a mindset, you know, they feel guilty and shamed and blamed and, and, and all of those things. And we need to, and the scriptures here are saying we're not to lean on our experience and the way that we sometimes under understand things. You know, if you look at Job and Job's ordeal, and you know, when he was going through that, I don't know if ordeal is the right word. It was, you know, he lost he lost everything. He was right in the middle of the will of God, but um, you know, even his wife. Uh, came to him and says, you know, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Uh, curse God and die. His friends got it wrong and they, they counseled him and said, you know, this, they gave him the wrong counsel and said, you know, there must be sin in your life and, and all of this kind of stuff. And uh, even, even Job got it wrong and kind of, where God had to sit him down and said, Job, now I'm going to put you down. Are we going to you know, we're going to have a little education, a classroom experience. And he kind of says, you know, where were you? And, and it kind of took him through uh, a, whole lot of, a whole lot of questioning. And until right at the end of Job, uh, Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thoughted. Um, who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand. And uh, I know that you can do all things and no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Um, and we go to the end of the book of Job. And again, the encouragement for us is always to look at the end and to lean. And actually the, the title of our message this morning is Learn and Lean. And that we, we need to lean on the goodness of God. And the end of the story of, of Job, it says that Job died an old man, full of days. And we don't understand, and I, I, it's, Job is still a book I also don't quite enjoy reading. You kind of think, well, I don't want that thing to come near, <laughs> come near me. But we need to trust God and not lean on our own understanding. No, no matter what we've been through and what our experiences are, we need to lean on the goodness of, of, of God. It goes on and says that we need to acknowledge Him. In, in all of our ways. And yeah, I remember seeing that book of Benny Hinn and you know, Benny Hinn's got the book who says every morning he wakes up and he says, uh, good morning, Holy Spirit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't, you know, and I just think that's beautiful, you know, kind of, you know, we need to ask ourselves, how do, how do I greet the day? Um, how do I greet the day? Is it, uh, does it, I say good morning anxiety, good morning fear, good morning despair. Um, what do I say, is this the day that the Lord has made? Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You know, get up with the spring. 
Yeah, I think sometimes not always. Eh? Uh, if we've got to be honest, we kind of we get kind of bogged down and tangled down and tied up. Uh, sometimes in our own thoughts and what's going on in our heads and our hearts and and we weigh down with this dissipation and all of that. Um, yeah, just remind that that that's the scripture says, you know, God's mercies are, are, are new every morning. And yeah, just to be in a people that that we can acknowledge God. And in it says in, in everything. In, in absolutely everything. We commit our plans. It says if we commit our plans to God, we will succeed. We acknowledge Him in 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 our marriages. We, we love our wives, we love our children, acknowledge Him in our finances. We, we acknowledge Him at, at every level. And uh, David learned many a lesson where uh, at times he kind of forgot about God and didn't inquire of God and then he met defeat. And other times he didn't inquire about the way of God and he met defeat and he had to go and repeat it. And so the encouragement for us is to invite God into our lives and acknowledge Him. And you know, the Holy Spirit is a, is a gentleman. He will never ever force himself, force himself on, on us. And so we need to ask ourselves, you know, where, when is the last time I had a conversation with God? Invited Him in. You know, when you're chatting with someone else and someone else pulls alongside and you just carry on talking, you ignore that person. And sometimes we like that. We're just carrying on with our engagement and God's standing there and he's just saying, well, why don't you invite me into the conversation? So God promises to make our path straight. But he also says, you need to acknowledge me. You look at a person like Enoch. Um, Enoch was a man that walked with God and he was taken up to heaven. He went straight to heaven. If you think about walking with God and acknowledging God, and that's what God is asking of us. God wants to be part of our lives. And this omnipotent, omniscient, all-powerful God um, wants to be part of our life. This God without beginning and end, the creator, our helper, counselor, advocate, comforter, savior, commander, uh, he wants to he's, he wants to walk with us, and uh, and he says, as you trust in me, as you lean not on your own understanding, but lean on me and learn from me and acknowledge me, I will make your path straight. Isn't that beautiful? It's uh, um, it's great wisdom, and but it's something we need to walk in and we need to apply and and. And so we need to be asking ourselves as we're listening here is, am I acknowledging God? Am I walking with God? And I want to ask you today, well, if it's you and you might be feeling you're one of those that are swerving all over the place, you can't see the wood from the trees, uh, you're not finding peace, um, you, you don't know the way out. Um, you know, I want to pray for us that, that today you'd say, oh, today I want to walk with Jesus Christ. I want him to be my Lord and Savior. And just like we had said with Paul, when Paul got saved, he was led to a place called Straight Street. And uh, that's what God wants to do with us. He wants to take us to Straight Street, not to put us in chains, but to put us on a life of a, a path of life. And uh, so, yeah, maybe we can just pray together. There's going to be a number that comes on the bottom of this. And if you would like someone to pray for you, please give us a call. 
we'd love to pray with you. Um, if not, find someone to pray with you. Um, but if the, today Jesus wants to walk with you and he wants to make our ways straight. So, Father, Lord, we, we come to you and we thank you, Lord, that you are wisdom, Lord, that you are um, without beginning and without end, Lord. And uh, we don't understand uh, everything, Lord, but you've given us a view of the future. And, you know, Lord, we want the future to impact our situation here, yeah, Lord, that today, Lord, that we start taking steps um, towards that glorious end, Lord, which we see in Scripture. So, Father, today I, I, I want to recommit my life. Maybe you want to recommit your life. Just come before uh, the Lord and say, Lord, um, I repent of my ways. Um, today, I'm changing course and I'm following you. I'm following in the steps of Jesus Christ. Um, I look to you. I put my faith in you and ask, Lord, that you would come and be the Lord and Savior of my life. And that you, Lord, would, would lead me in, in, in straight paths, Lord. Paths of righteousness, paths of life, and into a spacious place. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Great guys, bless you. And you know, let's take that passage and let's not just hear it, but let's also be doers of the word. Let's just take it and say, look, how am I going to apply this into my life? And how am I going to walk like this? I want to be a person that walks like Enoch. Um, so bless you and until we see you again.